0: How is everyone doing today? Thanks so much for tuning in. Today we're gonna talk about the materials you need to create a soundproof studio. So this will be a list that will help you understand all the exact things that are not used in regular construction that make soundproofing kind of weird and strange, and will help you understand what those materials are. Before we jump in, I wanna let you know that I have a free soundproofing workshop. This is 40 minutes of in-depth teaching that will help you learn how to build a soundproof. Studio, you'll leave with a plan of exactly what to do and feel empowered to start building your dream home studio right after that workshop. You can sign up at soundproofyourstudio.com and you can jump into that workshop immediately. All right, so without further ado, let's jump into the video. The first thing I want to talk about Are acoustic putty pads acoustic putty pads are kind of fun they're like this little putty that you put behind all your electrical boxes this could be your light switches it could be your outlets for your power and also you put them around the backs of your lights if you have J boxes or things like that which we use for these disc lights um, then we put acoustic putty pads around there to seal it up to make sure that no sound is coming through the backs of the outlet boxes we also use used acoustic putty pads around some of the entry and exit points of the wires coming in through the outside wall or the HVAC system wires things like that that came in and out of the building. Number two are IB3 clips. Now these clips you only will probably need if you are building a double wall system, meaning you're having an outside wall and then you build an inside wall with a one inch air gap. The IB3 clips are great for connecting that inside wall to your roof rafters to give it more stability but without actually having sound transfer from your roof rafters into your inside wall so those ib3 clips will stabilize but also reduce sound that travels from the outside of your building to the inside of your building number three are ib1 clips and 7 8 inch furring channel also known as hat channel. So if you are soundproofing a room, the ceiling design that I like a lot is called a hat channel system. You can also use this system on your walls to decouple the drywall from the actual frame of your structure. Now, the IB1 clips, you would just screw them into the studs of your ceiling, for example, and then you would place the furring channel, which is 7 8 inch furring channel that will fit directly into the IB1 clips. What this does is it reduces sound traveling from the roof rafters down into your drywall, which would then transfer into your room. So this is another way to decouple the structure from the outside, decouple the drywall, excuse me, from the outside of the structure. Number four is drywall. I had just mentioned drywall there. Five-eighths inch drywall is the heaviest drywall you can buy, and it's what I recommend. And I recommend using two layers of 5 8 inch drywall. So drywall is used in regular construction, but this heavy drywall is not usually what uh, builders wanna use. They usually wanna use the half-inch or lightweight drywall. But because mass is so important to soundproofing, we wanna get the heaviest drywall. So you're gonna put those two layers of drywall on all your walls and your ceiling. Number five is green glue. Now, I'm a big proponent, big fan of green glue. Some people hate it, some people love it. I think it works well and it was uh, pretty easy to apply. So, green glue comes in buckets or it comes in speed loaders. What we did is you buy a bucket of green glue and that should cover um, your studio. You might need two buckets depending on the size of the space that you're building, but you put the green glue in between the two layers of drywall both on your walls and your ceiling what it does is it dampens the sound that comes into your drywall so it helps with acoustically isolating your walls and ceilings beyond just the mass of the two layers of drywall itself so i think it's a good Good thing to add into your soundproofing uh, materials list and I recommend it. Number six is acoustic caulk. So there is a special type of caulk on the market. There's many different brands out there. I use the green glue brand some people say it's too expensive if you feel it's too expensive just find another brand that still says it's made for specifically acoustic purposes and you will be fine don't overthink this too much I think people get obsessed with which brand is best and blah 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 Uh, it just needs to get the job done and the acoustic caulk is used around all the perimeters of your walls and ceilings so where the ceiling and the walls meet you're gonna put acoustic caulk on the drywall to seal up any air gaps and where the wall and the Floor meet. You're going to also want to put acoustic caulk, and where your two walls meet in a corner, you just layer uh, beads of acoustic caulk down the corner there, and that will also seal up any air gaps that could sneak around your drywall. And you can also use acoustic caulk around light switches and and anywhere where there could be gaps between the drywall and the actual junction box. It's a really useful material. Anywhere you have any possible air leaks, just use the acoustic caulk, and it will seal it up. Number seven is tempered glass or laminate glass or both. If you have any type of window in your soundproof room, you're gonna wanna use a specific type of glass. Now, laminate glass and tempered glass are both the best at sound isolation, so it is what I recommend. In my studio, we actually bought single panes of glass and built windows custom made. These windows don't open, but they are extremely soundproof, so that is what I recommend. Number eight, are solid core doors. When you are building an acoustic room, you need to have a very massive door. So I recommend buying two solid core doors and creating what's known as a communicating door system. So these doors are not like a typical door in your home where the door could be um, hollow core, meaning that there's no mass to it and you can tap on it and hear the hollow inside of that door. So make sure to use solid core doors, unlike regular construction in your home. Lastly, number nine on this special materials list is weather stripping. For your door, you're going to want to use weather stripping. We use just simple frosting weather stripping that we got at Home Depot. However, Zero Industries also offers some higher end uh, acoustic isolation around your door. I'll have a link for that in the show notes below in the description. And... But any type of weather stripping will work. The key is to make sure that your door is 100% sealed off from any air seeping around the edges. We also used magnetic weather stripping, so we put a metal piece around our custom-made solid core door and then bought just some cheap old magnetic weather stripping off Amazon, and that just sticks into the door around all four sides of the door to make sure that absolutely no air can get in around the door. I hope you have found this materials list helpful. This is a short, quick little lesson on giving you an overview of all these special things that soundproofing entails that a normal contractor would honestly never use when building a house. So now I hope you realize that these are some of the things you can check off your list when you are building your soundproof studio. If you're ready to take it to the next level, like I mentioned before, check out that free 40-minute intensive soundproofing workshop that will help you have a full understanding of how to build your soundproof home studio and you can go check that out at soundproofyourstudio.com that is soundproofyourstudio.com thanks so much for watching and i will see you next monday same time same place